0: another episode of Pick 6 Nation. This is going to be episode 19 and uh, my guest today is Evan Dent and Evan, thank you for coming on.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: No problem, no problem and here's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we have the conference championship game predictions, the takeaways from the divisional games, Philip Rivers' retirement, Matt Patricia going to the back to the Patriots, Steelers signing Dwayne Haskins, and Mahomes is cleared to play Sunday. Um, Let's start with the conference championship game predictions. I will share my screen. Uh, Got that. And yeah, Evan, who do you think wins that game, uh, Buccaneers or Packers?
1: Um, I think it's going to be pretty close, but I'm, I'm feeling the Packers. I don't haven't been really impressed with the Bucs yet during the playoffs. Just I think the game against the Saints was more the Saints lost that game rather than the Buccaneers won, and I just haven't seen anything from the Packers yet that makes me think they're not going to be able to put up points. So the Buccaneers have a good defense, but I'm feeling the Packers in that one. Okay,
0: okay, nice. Uh, I'm going with the Buccaneers on this one. Why is that? Uh, they played really well against the Saints. I think they really controlled the game and solidified it at the end.
1: I just they really... don't think they're going to get those turnovers like they got from Breeze.
0: Yeah. They played really well. And also, I had the Saints going to the Super Bowl, too, against
1: the Chiefs. You think the Saints got unlucky or is just too many injuries? I. I kind of felt – I thought the Saints were going to win that game last week too. I just – if I had known Breeze was kind of playing through that shoulder thing and Michael Thomas was also hurt, I would have maybe thought differently. But um, it it was impressive by the Buccaneers. I'm just not sure they can repeat it. Three games in a row on the road.
0: All right. We'll find out. Um, And uh, what about the Bills versus the Chiefs?
1: And another tough one I'm, I'm personally a Bills fan so it's a little uh, biased for me but I do think the Bills are going to win this one
0: nice nice um, I got the Chiefs uh, I really I mean Patrick Mahomes is on another planet uh, he's unreal so
1: that's <laughs> my exact worry I mean there's only so much you can do to stop him. Yeah. And even if he's a little banged up, I mean, he had that toe thing last week. And of course he's coming out of the, the protocol this week. Um, So obviously you don't want to bet against him. I just think it's going to be very close either way. I don't think anyone's going to pull away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That chiefs offense, defense, amazing. Um. Also, uh, for the Packers, too, and the Bills, too, and the Buccaneers, all all these teams are very complete
1: teams, too. Like, oh, yeah. In terms of
0: like, uh, I,
1: I kind of think these are the best four teams left. I mean, you don't always get that every year where the, the best make it to the end. You know, there's upsets and stuff like that. But I really feel like these are probably the four best teams. The Bucks kind of been up and down all year. But, you know, when their offense and defense are both on top, it's – it's a really tough team to stop. Yeah, and the Bills and Chiefs, I think, have been at the top of the AFC all season, so it's going to yeah. be fun.
0: Yeah, these going to be good games. I think they'll be really great games, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, what we're do you?
1: split. <laughs> Wait, were you saying? We're split. One of us is going to be right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything else on the predictions? or?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can talk a little more about just what I like about the, the Bills in this matchup. Um, it's a funny thing. Both these teams, you know, played in, in week six and and the Bucks and the Chiefs won those games. And you could pretty much say for the Packers and Bills, it was their worst game of the year. Uh, Rodgers really never got into it. He was getting hit that whole game. They just puts the crap out of him. And, yeah. Um, the Bills... The weird scheduling that week week six and they kind of played this defense that was you know we're not going to let Mahomes beat us and they kind of invited the run um yeah. and they were missing a couple players as well it was rainy weather um so i'm not sure what kind of defense the bills are going to play um but it does seem like they're peaking right now on defense after what they did to the ravens so if they can kind of yeah. do that same sort of thing and, and stop the run a little better than they did in week six and and keep it close i mean that game in week six 26 to 17 it was still a game in the fourth quarter and the bills probably played their worst game of the year so they're getting some players back and i think you kind of have an advantage going into a rematch if you're the team that lost because you know exactly what you need to fix so i think they can pull it off if they just you know Allen has not his worst game of the year but (laughs) you know he's gonna have to play well but if he plays well and the defense, also steps up, I think that's a recipe for them to, to pull off the, the upset. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Great. Um, is that it? Yeah. I mean, do you have any other <laughs> prediction thoughts or?
0: No. You think the
1: Chiefs defense is uh, going to hold up? Just hmm. – hmm. All right. That's it.
0: Um, now, what about the takeaways from the divisional games? Uh, what do you take away?
1: Um, I guess, you know, we talked about the, the teams that won that game, those games. Um, the, the thing that I guess most interested me was what the Ravens are going to do now. They, they kind of seem like they've hit their ceiling with their current construction with Lamar and and Greg Roman as their offensive coordinator I mean uh they don't have a a counterpunch really like there needs to be some sort of thing they can go to when their run game isn't working because I mean they also need to get another receiver but just the the play calling once they're down isn't creative enough and they don't have enough playmakers to kind of to get out of that so um otherwise you know the Browns I think pretty impressive sort of the way they fought back in that game with some of the decisions they made once Mahomes was out and, and kind of how slowly they took that. I think they could have sped it up and maybe made more of a game like than that, instead of just expecting Chad Henney to give it to them. But I think they have a really solid team there and that's kind of what you saw, you know, they're building for the future. They had their kind of huge win over Pittsburgh. That was probably the highlight of their season. And then, you know, no shame in losing to the Chiefs. Um, the other side of the, uh, over in the NFC, the Rams kind of just too banged up. Um, we'll see how they can keep that defense going without the coordinator, but um, they seem like they have a solid base to keep competing, just with the the stars they have on their team. And finally, the Saints. You know they're going to be. It's kind of just they've been snake bitten for all these last years of Brees' career, um, which is a shame because I've loved the way they've built up that defense. Um, But it never really seemed to click in the playoffs um, any of those years. You know, they had those kind of stunning losses to the Vikings. And then this year kind of – they were in control of that game really until Cook fumbled and then it totally swung around to them. So they've been unlucky, but it's also just been some sort of mismatch between – Breeze declining and that, that defense ascending. So they couldn't quite get it, even though that roster is great. Yeah. What about you? What did you take away from it?
0: I agree with you there. Um, I want to say that um, I think all four of those teams took control. Like they really there was a like point in the game where they took control of the game and there is like no letting up. Right. Yeah. And, uh, their opponents also played well too. Mm-hmm. For sure. They really did. Um, what else? Yeah. Chad Henny played well.
1: Um, uh, yeah that was I mean it was impressive for him to get in there and just as a backup be able to lead that offense on a, a ceiling drive and that's why I thought the Browns should have attacked a little more aggressively because you know it's still still Andy Reid there's still Kelsey and, and Tyree Kill out there so you know he's going to scheme something up but the Browns kind of played it like we can take this long drive and score and then we're going to get it right back and then score again but you know, I think they could have put the pressure on a little more.
0: Yeah. I agree with you there. Um, hmm. Trying to think of another takeaway. The Bucks offense, uh, defense played
1: well. Yeah, I mean, that the way the, the Bucks offense has kind of shifted in the last month or so of the season has been pretty interesting. I mean, there was such a, a stylistic clash between Brady and Arians, and and they've been talking about how they kind of melded their system. So Brady is throwing deeper than, you know, I really expected he would be just based off last year. I mean, after that last game against the Titans, it was like, oh, Brady's done, you know. But of course, with that talent around him, he, you know, he can still throw it. So they've mixed in more of the those kind of pre read motion. That was not really in Arians offense. And, and Brady's throwing the ball deeper, which Arians like. So it's been really interesting to see them kind of meld together these two different styles into something that's really working for him now.
0: Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: um do you you think like the Rams are going to be able to run it back with jared goff or do you think they're going to be looking for someone new i mean he was banged up a little bit but he really couldn't get it done for them
0: uh what do i think about that i think we'll give goff another chance like another season at least.
1: Right. They kind of have to with that contract. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, (laughs) it's very middle of the road. Like, yeah. Doesn't seem like he's going to win you the game. Doesn't seem sometimes he's so bad that it'll lose you the game, but he kind of just fits in that offense and kind of like uh garoppolo with the niners last year it's just he's not gonna not gonna give you that next little bit that someone like mahomes or um brady rogers those kind of upper level quarterbacks are gonna do and win you the game by himself you know he's gonna work in a system and the team will kind of take him as far as they can go
0: yeah Yeah, uh, all the teams from those divisional matchups played really well, and I think that's all I have to say.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: Yeah. All right, now let's go on to Philip Rivers' retirement. Uh, Uh, let me pause. Um, I'm just moving around stuff for one second. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Hang on. Let me move this around. Let me move this around to the bottom. All right. Um, Yeah. Uh, Evan, what do you think about this?
1: uh you know what an interesting career <laughs> he was always such a fun player to watch i mean he, one of the most unique quarterbacks i feel like over his career uh a lot of that has to do with kind of how he threw the ball he had that that floater that even when he was young and he still had his arm strength he would kind of do that high arcing ball which now is coming kind of more popular you see russell wilson do it a lot but he really seemed like the first to do it um to come in where he did to the Chargers, and he's not the first pick, obviously they had that Manning dispute and took the job from Drew Brees, and, you know, they were always consistently great, <laughs> but bitten, and that's kind of how it went for his whole career. So I'm not sure he's a, a Hall of Famer. There are going to be a lot of tough decisions to make with these quarterbacks from, from this era, especially given how much passing has boomed kind of in these past. 20 years I mean he has incredible stats but among his peers you wouldn't think he's better than a Brady or a Peyton Manning um or even a Ben Roethlisberger just in terms of career achievement so I can see the argument for it he he was one of the I guess top five quarterbacks in the league for a while and I loved his competitiveness and the sort of weird passion he had for the (laughs) for football but um just personally for me i don't think it was a hall of fame career but a lot of good guys don't make the hall of fame so
0: yeah um i wait wasn't philip rivers like in top five in touchdowns he might be let me see that stat let me see that stat uh This all-time yeah. in passing yards and touchdowns.
1: I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. And the way, I mean, I guess the defining moment of his career is when he played through that ACL injury in the playoffs. I mean, they lost that game, but. He was so tough. I mean, he had that streak, I think one of the longest streaks or at least Mm -hmm. the longest active when he retired of just consecutive games. Yeah. he was tough and and he hung around there. So I'm not surprised he he finished that high in yards and touchdowns. But again, it's going to be this whole era. There are going to be people climbing all up that that board just because of how much how much more. (laughs) Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. It's just with the sort of you know new era of passing the football since you know the early 2000s that that whole leaderboard of yards and touchdowns i think is going to be taken over pretty soon by you know rivers is on that now i wouldn't be surprised if matt ryan gets up there pretty high matt safford even i mean he just throws for tons of yards so it's going to be tough to parse out you know you're going to look at some of these guys when they're up for the hall of fame and say, Oh, he, he finished his career fifth in this kind of thing. And then you're going to look and see how many of these kind of mid-tier quarterbacks from today's game are going to make their way onto that list and kind of muddle it a little.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with you there. Uh, Philip Rivers was a great quarterback. He uh, had a great career and Hopefully his retirement goes very well.
1: He's got the, the nine kids to spend it with.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Do you, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? And I guess the side question is, do you think Eli Manning would be a Hall of Famer?
0: I'm, I think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer for mm-hmm. sure. He had those two Super Bowls and he was a huge role in both of those. He should be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers. Hmm. I th- I think he should be because of uh, being ranked top five in touchdowns and passing yards. Right. Yeah. For sure, should be
1: there. All right. Um, anything else? No, I mean I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna miss watching him play, but that's about it. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. All right, now let's go to uh, Matt Patricia,
1: joining rejoining New England.
0: What do you think about this?
1: That that's probably the only place he could go. I mean, when you look at the history of of guys who leave Belichick and become coaches on their own it's not a great great track record I mean Flores right now in Florida is doing or in Miami doing really well and um he seems like a great coach but a lot of these other guys just don't have that same sort of juice as Belichick you know you you can go and try and do the same sort of things that Belichick does culture wise and and scheme wise but um not everyone has the sort of temperament or the personality that Belichick has. You know, he's, he's of course grouchy to the media, but I think his players respect him and and respect playing for him. I don't think Patricia has that same sort of uh, personality where the players are going to immediately buy in. Um, And just his time in Detroit, it seemed like he was very inflexible and and wasn't using his best players. So I'm sure he'll, he'll do fine back in new England kind of feels like Lane Kiffin to me where <laughs> guy goes out, fails a little bit, comes back to, to new England. And, and when you're in that role under him, you know, you're just doing whatever he needs and he's, you know, calling the shots and that's easier for a lot of people to succeed in rather than being, you know, the person who calls the shots. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. It was a good uh, decision by Patricia to go back to our Patricia Matt Patricia to go back to New England. He had success there. Actually, a lot of success in New England. And he was part of the Patriots Super Bowl wins. I think it was in – is that in 2017 that he was a part of?
1: I think, yeah, he left after that one, I want to say. Yeah, that's uh, right. And he was, he was, I think, the coordinator for the, the Malcolm Butler play, whichever year that was, so –
0: I know he had... coached. Malcolm Butler thing was 2013. Right. Let me me research those. Yeah.
1: Uh, Let me research... um, Because they won that one against the Rams. (laughs) They lost that one to the Eagles.
0: Um, Let me
1: see this. Um... He won three Super Bowls there. Okay. Yeah. As as the coordinator. Wow.
0: Yeah. The Rams thing. And then it was
1: 2005 Super Bowl. Oh, that original Eagles Patriots game. Yeah. With McNabb. Is that 41? Uh, 30 or 39. Thirty nine. Okay.
0: Yes, yeah, thirty nine. That is fit fifty or forty or like 52.
1: fifty two. XL forty nine. I think. Yeah. Forty nine. Forty nine. Okay. And then fifty one.
0: Yeah. And then this one is fifty one. This is fifty one. This is forty nine yeah thank you all right yeah going back to a place where you had success is a great thing and yeah that's a it's good to go back to where there was success yeah that's it
1: maybe humbling a little bit for him you know and i'm not sure he's ever going to get another shot being a head coach but you know, he might be able to parlay this into something better for him. So,
0: right, right. And I think that's it on Patricia. Anything yeah. else
1: there? You know, good luck to him. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that that defense um, for New England this year was hit by a lot of those COVID opt outs and they just didn't play up to their level. So, I'd expect yeah. next year they're going to have a big rebound and, and he'll be a part of that. So,
0: yeah, good luck to Matt Patricia too. Yeah. All right. Now let's go to Dwayne Haskins. Uh, what do you think about uh, Dwayne Haskins going to the Steelers?
1: Um, I think it's a good move for the Steelers. I mean, they need to they need to overturn every kind of stone they can because Roethlisberger is clearly on his last legs. I mean, that last playoff game and sort of the last month of the season, you could see that he's just – lost that consistent ability to, to put the ball deep, which which you kind of need now, but especially they needed. Their their offense was really stuck in the mud without that. Um, Haskins, you know, he definitely had a raw deal in Washington. Um, team team kind of drafted him, but the coaches didn't, weren't in support of that, so kind of came in behind the eight ball and you know, I remember watching him in college and, and thinking that he had a lot of talent, but it kind of seems now like he was surrounded by a lot of talent. And that's obviously not a bad thing for a quarterback to be good under those circumstances. But you wonder if he has the ability to really step his game up, even when he's not surrounded by these, you know, all pro receivers. So I never saw it in kind of the games with Washington. Um, <sighs> over those two couple of years. Never really saw him coming back the way that he was at Ohio State. So maybe if he got a bunch of time in Pittsburgh and sort of those great receivers around him, he could be a good backup or better than Mason Rudolph. But I doubt the Steelers are thinking of this as their, you know, plan for the future. Um, hmm. What do you think?
0: I would, I would agree. I would agree there. Uh, I mean, I think with like the one-year contract, I think it's just like, um, what's it called?
1: Like a prove it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those prove it deals. And I mean, I didn't even get into this sort of off the field stuff, so... Yeah. Tomlin is, you'd think a good coach to try and, you know, work on that sort of part of his game and um, Steelers obviously aren't going to put up with, with any of that. So I'm sure he feels like, you know, this is his last chance. So it really is a good prove it deal for both sides because if the Steelers get this right, you know, then you're set up. It's kind of like taking a free, free lottery. ticket.
0: Yeah, I agree. And hopefully things uh, go well in Pittsburgh for Dwayne Haskins. Hopefully he plays well too. Yeah. And I think that's it. Great. For this portion. All right, now let's go to Patrick Mahomes being cleared. All right. uh, This is great news for sure.
1: I I agree. I mean, this Bill's Chiefs game is going to be one of the best of the season, hopefully, and it's great to see that Mahomes is going to be back for it. Um, I never really had a doubt that he wasn't going to play. Um, the injury looked pretty bad, but just the way that they were talking about it after and kind of the way the, <laughs> the NFL works, I didn't really see them keep him out of the game. And so um it's exciting. You know, we're going to see a real, you know, best against best kind of matchup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really good game. Actually a great game. And yeah, I'm glad Patrick Mahomes is healthy and that he's uh, feeling a lot better and ready to play. It's really, that's really great.
1: The, the interesting thing to keep an eye out for, I feel like is the, the toe injury, just because, you know, he's cleared, he's been cleared already to play from the concussion protocol, but um, all reports out of practice are saying that that, that toe looks fine. So um, he was playing through it during that Browns game and still playing pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see if there's any lingering um, mobility issues, because that's sort of a, such an underrated part of his game. I mean, it's so frustrating if you're trying to stop him because you know you can somehow manage to cover kelsey hill all these guys and then patrick mahomes does this little thing and and runs for a first down it's like what how are we going to stop this at all so right yeah
0: it's great that uh, mahomes is feeling better yeah and and also anyone hopefully anyone that is not healthy gets healthy as soon as possible too so yeah yeah. all right i think that's it Uh, i'm gonna stop sharing my screen and yeah evan thank you for coming on
1: hey thanks for having me
0: no No problem no problem uh you're welcome anytime great
1: (laughs) all right talk to you soon
0: all right talk to you soon have a good one you too take care